0: If your spider plant is looking peaky, and that Venus flytrap you bought just kicked the bucket, you need On the Ledge,
1: the podcast about indoor gardening, where you learn everything you need to know
0: to keep your house plants looking lush. I'm Jane Perone. Join me and a host of wonderful guests to chat all things house plants at On the Ledge podcast. Happy Thanksgiving and welcome to Miles to Memories. I'm Sean Coomer, the founder of MTM and your host, joined by our managing editor, Mark Osterman, and our producer, Joe Chung. And we have a great show for you this week. We're going to start by talking about Endless Black Friday. Black Friday this year is going on forever, but we have some interesting data points to share with you, plus some developments in the Best Buy gift card reselling space, some other deals, things like that. So you don't want to miss also, we're going to talk about some obscure hotel and airline cards, the Drury Inn Visa. Have you ever heard of it? If not, then stick around. And what we are grateful for in 2020, both in the travel and miles and points realm, but also in our personal lives. Definitely need to take some time to share our gratitude, plus rapid fires, too. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. MTMPodcast.com is where you can go for links to subscribe. Also, visit our site, miles to memories.com. We have about 50 posts per week from our incredibly talented team of writers. Also, we have our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash miles to memories for Vegas related stuff and our Patreon diamond community if you want to dive deeper into miles and points with Facebook and Discord communities plus bonus content every week, patreon.com forward slash miles memories. Thanks so much for listening. Now, let's hit it. Gentlemen, how has uh, your week been? Getting ready for Black Friday, spending, got tons of Kohl's cash to blow. I got a $180 Kohl's cash for doing nothing.
2: It was great. I saw Kohl's trending on Twitter, clicked it to see what was going on. Apparently Kohl's was like selling PlayStation 5, but they forgot to take it down. So thousands of people got orders in, which of course they can't fulfill. But when they canceled it, they said, you can keep this Kohl's cash. So now I got this Kohl's cash I don't know what to do with it.
1: Thanks for the thanks for the heads up, Joe. Appreciate it, man. It was two a.m. I knew you guys were asleep. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. You playing Animal Crossing, and you're like, "Oh wait, what's this Twitter trend?"
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: like so I, I knew Sean was asleep on West Coast time. <laughs> That's true. probably true. Uh, but you should have ordered uh, multiple PS5s across multiple accounts, and then you would have had multiple 180 cold cash. So you kind of you're kind of lost out, Joe.
2: Yeah, I know. What can I say? So I don't, isn't Kohl's cash. Like, I know you guys were talking about it in the diamond chat before, but it's like, not, it's not as good as real cash, right? Like I, I haven't, yeah, they have the a lot while, of like ever.
1: limitations and stuff, but now you can set your wife. will get the Kohl's card while she's there. Oh, baby. because she'll be like, Kohl's <laughs> Kohl's is so great. Forget Nordstrom. Let's let's roll with Kohl's from now on. That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> so here's a, down a little tip is that usually you have to get, have the Kohl's card to get the 30% off coupons that they send out from time to time. But usually every sales cycle, they'll send out email coupons on one specific day to everybody for a mystery, like 20%, 30%. And you'll usually get a 30% then, even if you don't have the Kohl's card. So don't really need the Kohl's card in order to maximize Kohl's. So there you go. There's my nerdy tip of the day when it comes to Kohl's. I got $600 in Kohl's cash, Joe, but I didn't get a PS5 I actually earned it the hard way by buying stuff, so I feel kind of like a loser. You the PS5 would have been worth way more. sure <laughs> you got
1: know, how many ugly Christmas sweaters are you gonna get with it? I'll see you guys in three weeks. We'll see.
0: <laughs> they do have. Oh, we should have,
1: have ugly Christmas sweater for the live podcast.
0: Yeah, well, we should all Good do idea. a contest. Well, we can we can buy with our Kohl's cash the, the coolest things uh, for us and our families. Yeah. I mean, anything else going on there? How's uh, school going, Joe? It's
2: pretty good. Thanksgiving is coming. I assigned nothing for the week, which was great. But uh, grades are due. They did not like normally the term does not end right before Thanksgiving. So you're kind of like have more mental space to get your grades in. But, you know, I got to get my grades in before Thanksgiving break. So it's a bit crazy around here. But what are you going to do? So pretty good. How are your kids, Mark?
1: They were home today so it was a half day today and we just kept them home because it's like two hours of driving there and back two times for three hours of school so I said they're not coming so that started off my day bad and then the best Buy stuff happened late last night early today which we'll talk about later in the show with gift cards so it's kind of snowballed into a bad day and then I have a McDonald's story since we you know we talked about McDonald's last week and Joe Bought three happy meals and got an Iron Man toy, which he showed he shared before the show. It might end up in the outtakes. I don't know. But that was private information, Mark. <laughs> Jeez. He went from he went from no happy meals before <laughs> the pandemic to like a happy meal every day. You want a happy meal, you get a happy meal. Yeah, baby. So there the McDonald's closest to my house is like the like Satan's butt. Like it's the worst place in in the world like everything takes 20 minutes no matter how many cars and we had to we i had to get uh, some new tires so we picked up the car and it's right down the street so I'm like, all right, kids you know you're home all day let's go get some mcdonald's and there's like four cars in the in the drive through so i'm like okay this will be easy like four cars it's not hard we're gonna get through this so i pull up it takes a while i get to the the order screen and i sit there and i sit there my daughter's like dad honk the horn the horn. Hello? 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 Four minutes, four or five minutes later. I'm like, okay, hello? Another minute later. Yeah, I can take your order now. I'm like, what? I started, there was one car behind me. By the time I ordered, there was like 15 cars behind me. So, all right, whatever. Expected, expected. So I order my stuff. I get up to the window and I have like that, we we had the deal where you get 20 piece chicken nuggets and two medium fries for free. So hold up my app. And that's if you have family, that's a great meal. It's like $8, $7, something like that for a whole, basically for them both to eat. But I hold up my app for the code, and the guy looks at it. And then he goes to the computer. Then he looks back at the code, punches in one, looks back at my phone, punches in the next one, looks back at my phone. (laughs) So it took, he had to look at my phone like six times to punch in like a five-letter code. So he does that and stuff and gives me the food. And I never check. And he looked in the bag, and he checks. And then he gives it to me. I'm like, okay, he checked. I don't need to check. But I'm like, you know what? I pull forward. I'm like, I'm just going to check. There's three items, two fries and chicken nuggets. And they didn't have one of the fries in there. <laughs> this is like a combination of the sloth DMV
2: from, in, um, from Zootopia and the drive through scene from Dude
0: Where's My Car. Yeah. I'm still trying to get over Satan's butt. <laughs> 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 Quite
1: so, honestly.
0: So, the, no and the then. day, kids, kids, at, <laughs> no and then,
1: and then, no one then. So, build up, you know, kids at home driving me crazy, Best Buy dies, worried about that, all the stuff, work, and then waiting in line for 20 minutes to order two fries and chicken nuggets with four cars in front of me. So, um, normally I would have just kept driving, and said, oh, well, you know what, we'll make do. But I'm like, no, that's enough. But I'm already like past it, and there's 20 cars in line. So, what am I going to do? Park my car, like, And like where you do the, if they don't have your stuff ready and they pick you up the third window or whatever, I park it there. I get out and I walk back and there's a guy waiting there and it's raining. So I'm standing in the rain waiting for this other car to pull out. And I'm just waiting. Like as this car pulls out, I'm waiting for the next car to just like drive up and really like send me over the edge. But they let, they stay there. They don't move. I walk up to the window and I'm standing there looking in the window. The guy like sees me on the corner of his eye and walks away to go get more cups. (laughs) I and he mean, messes with cops for like two minutes, and I'm just standing there looking like a jerk.
0: He was just hoping you would go away,
1: <laughs> and I was waiting for him to come back and be like, "Sir, you have to be in a car." We don't. We don't have people walking their driver. So this other girl walks up to the window. I'm stand like I'm not in a car. Like she knows I'm just staying there. She comes up to the window to like grab something or whatever. Just ignores me. Goes back. He's still messing with cups. And then finally she comes back over and I'm like, I'm about ready to bang on the window. I'm like, what are you guys doing? So she like points at me and then the guy opens. And I'm like, you guys, you, you didn't give me two fries. So they go. And unlike, you know, any other customer service where they be like, oh, sorry, here's like a large fry for your meat and fry. They're like, here you go. And didn't apologize. Nothing. <laughs> so were the fries hot? The fries, the fries were hot and they were actually okay. like somewhat cooked. Dang. So. Huh. somewhat cooked somewhat cooked there you go you know when you get soggy mcdonald's fries it's the worst like you just want to throw them on the ground yeah but... they're the hardest to reheat too yeah
2: anyway sorry you had such a rough day good yeah. thing you're here to chat with your buds
1: <laughs> hopefully people i told kirsten in the story she's like you have to tell that story on the podcast so hopefully people found it funny
0: but now joe's gonna have to beep out another jeez. word
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I said body
0: Yeah. we that man. word out
1: jeez so i said it too and we're gonna have to beep it out <laughs> she's like you walked back to when i'm like yeah what was i gonna do like drive and sit for 40 minutes to get another medium fry no I, I got out i walked and stood in the rain like i was like john cusack holding up a boom box like just give me my fries Wait, so you can't go inside like our no they're like- the inside's locked up so okay yeah So it was like the worst, the whole thing rolled into terribleness.
0: I'm sure it's better than some people's Black Friday experiences will be. Because I think a lot of people on Black Friday have similar experiences or their feelings about Black Friday are similar to what you had at McDonald's. And I just thought we would kind of talk about different Black Friday related topics as we go into it and start by talking about the Best Buy reselling situation uh, Mark wrote about it on the website that Best Buy reselling gift cards. I know it's something that we've talked about a little bit. There's good opportunities. People were using a lot of gift cards. So we were able to sell them at 99%, sometimes 98% of their face value. That all fell apart. And the reason it did was because Best Buy stopped allowing gift cards to be used on transactions where people were using guest checkout. And to a bigger point, what I've seen this holiday season is is bots. Bots are everywhere. Um, people are using bots in order to to get merchandise. We saw this with PlayStation 5. These bots brought, brought down Amazon. They brought down Best Buy. They're just attacking these websites, trying to get deals. And so they're implementing different features and things in order to stop resellers and stop these bots. Things like, uh, if you might have noticed on different websites captchas at the end like walmart implemented a captcha on the final checkout screen so imagine you add something to the cart you implement everything and then right before you hit submit you have to do a captcha and there's also best buy uh, implemented queue system where if you find the product you want the add to cart button isn't active right away you might have to wait a minute or two minutes or three minutes in order for it to happen and basically what we've seen is a huge attack on the retailers and now they're fighting back and mark to what you wrote about earlier, that's going to hurt when it comes to selling Best Buy gift cards.
1: Yeah, because you know there's a big Best Buy gift card reselling market out there. Certain private buying groups and stuff will buy, and, and you could sell the Best Buy gift cards for ninety eight percent, ninety nine percent. So it's basically like free points because when you throw in fuel points or promos where you're getting ten dollar ten percent off gift cards, stuff like that. So. It was a big play for a lot of people, and with this shutting down, the end buyer, buyer, we would sell our Best Buy gift cards to a third-party person, and then they would turn around and sell it to the end buyer, which is these buying groups, buying a lot of stuff off Best Buy and using these gift cards as a way to work around maximum purchase amounts, using guest checkout, things like that. So, With them shutting down this avenue, that basically halted the Best Buy gift card market much overnight where people were stuck with, you know, $1,000 worth of Best Buy gift cards, wondering, am I going to be able to sell these? What's going on? You know, we're still kind of not in the know. There is a chance that this is a short term thing. They did Best Buy did a similar thing around Prime Day when they were matching all the Prime Day deals. And it seems to be restricted to certain products, you know, their loss leaders or the products that uh, resellers are looking for. So there's a chance that after Black Friday is done, they release it some more and then the selling can go back on the Best Buy gift card reselling. But for now, it looks like uh, a tough road ahead. So we shall see. Only time will tell.
0: Joe, did you run into any of these new restrictions on any of the websites, not just Best Buy? uh, Like I said, Walmart, many other websites, many other retailers implemented different things.
2: Yeah, there's just like a lot of like hoops to jump through, like Captcha, stuff like that. You know, like I was trying to buy, I I never managed to get... A PlayStation or Xbox order through at Walmart, but I don't like Walmart. It doesn't. They have this uh "Oh dear" page that you get like when they say their servers are overloaded. But I feel like it's not actually their servers are overloaded. Like I think they they post that page like on purpose or stuff like that. So it's been really hard to buy stuff online. The Best Buy gift card thing. Everyone's hoping that after Black Friday is over, that it won't be an issue anymore. Uh, we will see. I only by luck do not have any Best Buy gift cards on me right now. Like I normally am selling on a fairly regular basis, but you know, I don't have any right now, but yeah, that's, that's pretty concerning. And yeah, the whole Best Buy gray out their add to cart thing is like, it drives me nuts, but what are you gonna do?
0: I I have no attention span. So I like, I do it and then all of a sudden I'm clicking, I, I literally have done this, I'm clicking into other stuff and doing, it and then I go back and I miss my opportunity to buy it. Cause I was, I couldn't sit there for a minute and just stare at the screen. They need
2: a chime or something.
0: Yeah. And Sony had a chime and Sony had with their PlayStation releases, there was ways to get around it. You could hit escape to get around the queue and then that kind of got out and they were able to fix that hole. Um, We saw like with the Mint, we saw exactly the same thing happening with the US Mint and that coin deal, all those captchas that they had. The problem with bots is that they're attacking a hundred times faster than a human being could. And they're using multiple computers, multiple IVs, and they're hitting it at one time. So you really don't stand a chance. And so I'm part of me kind of like, I'm, I'm not happy the bots are going away. I mean, I certainly don't have one and don't have the time to program one, but at least it makes it a little bit fairer uh, for everybody. But I agree that I think a lot of these measures will go away, but I'm not sure the guest checkout, the the gift cards on guest checkout, I could see that sticking around with Best Buy. I could see that being a new policy for them. So we'll have to see and kind of moving on to more Black Friday related topics, have either of you bought any Apple gift cards with the Target deal that they have this week, a free $20 Target gift card with a $100 Apple gift card purchase? I meant to do
2: that, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I, I probably will. You know, I think the iTunes market, which used to be big, you guys remember that? Like a few years ago, the iTunes market was like <laughs> a few months ago. All R-
1: right, RMP
2: 2019. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> You know, I, but you can also always like find something like, actually, are they more valuable now? Cause can't you use them on hardware and stuff now? Didn't they make that change?
1: Yeah. I, they're more a bit valuable, but like the reselling market isn't there like it was with iTunes. So I think a lot of people have like is and allowing people to sell the Apple gift cards and stuff. So I, I haven't do- dove into this deal. And if it was iTunes, like if it was last year, I would have dove into it. Cause you could usually resell iTunes for 85 or 90%. And then you're getting a $20 target gift card that you could sell for 90%. So you're making a little bit of money, plus the credit card points and everything. And, and if you're doing self-checkout and stuff, you can do a lot of orders that way, even though it was it's supposed to be limited to one per person. there's As long as you use different credit cards and stuff, you should be fine. So with this though, with the lack of knowledge out there for reselling Apple gift cards, unless you're going out to buy Apple products and stuff for reselling that avenue, then you could still do it. But I haven't bought any because I just don't know if I'll be able to unload the Apple portion of the gift card.
0: Yeah, there are a couple of private buyers that I saw anecdotally saying that they would buy these cards. So I bought a few to test and I will uh, see if that works. Uh, As you pointed out, Mark, basically what killed the iTunes reselling market, obviously they discontinued iTunes cards, came out with the Apple, the unified Apple cards. They also made a deal with Raze. That Raze doesn't allow third-party sellers on these cards. So they made a direct contract between Ray's and apple and that essentially killed the market through that marketplace but because they're now good for merchandise there is definitely value there for people who who want that and it could be as good as a 17 ish discount on apple products like iphone and stuff like that so i just wanted to share the self-checkout experience i had because like you said market is limited one but you can do multiple transactions and it's so super easy Uh, No interaction with uh, employees or anything. You just scan the $100 Apple card. It then prompts you. says you get a free $20 card. There's a stack of cards right there at the register. You just scan one of those. Or you could scan an existing card that you have if you want to add the balance to that. You pay, you're done. You know, you can do another one. So it's really simple if people are out there interested in that. And uh, I know for a lot of people, the Target gift card has almost, you know, face value value to them if they spend a lot at Target. So if you're looking to buy something from Apple coming up, I think this is an amazing deal because you're going to end up being able to, like I said, save, you know, 15 to 17 percent, depending on how you do the math. But I was just really happy to see how easy Target made it like so simple. I mean, each transaction, 20 seconds pay. And I did like four back to back to back to back. And unfortunately, if I if I could liquidate them better, I would do certainly a lot more. But uh, hopefully that Apple market will open up. Come on, Target 10% off gift card deal, let's do it. Yeah, I, I that, that's one that uh, I hope I will come back. And I also wanna talk about how Black Friday is working a little differently this year. People who are listening or reading the site have probably seen that Black Friday already started. In fact, I talked to a friend of mine and on Sunday, all these deals started coming in and we both said, oh, we didn't realize that last Sunday was Black Friday. But essentially that's sort of when the retailers uh, began selling stuff. And other retailers like Target and Walmart, actually even Best Buy started Black Friday sales early November. And so maybe you have a little bit of burnout with that. But the good news about Black Friday this year is that Thanksgiving is no longer a thing. Most of the major retailers are closed on Thanksgiving, which as somebody who was in the stores on Thanksgiving shopping, I can appreciate uh, the fact that they're doing that. But the other big change is that, and this has kind of been the case the last couple of years as well. Pretty much anything you can find in stores is going to be available online and it probably already has been available. Um, So I think this year, in order to kind of stay up on Black Friday, you're going to want to take a look at the ads, but also look at some of these limited releases. They have their sort of Black Friday sales, but then they'll also have special sales, their doorbusters, if you will, that they'll release at various times. So it's not kind of like it was before where you get one specific time to go or one specific thing. Uh, just like Amazon has sort of done with their uh, lightning deals over the years, we're seeing the other retailers uh, do something like that as well. So uh, keep that in mind. And the other thing I want to say is if you're trying to do a pickup at Walmart for Black Friday deals, it's really terrible. COVID really kind of forced Walmart into redoing their total pickup system. Mark covered on the site how they have really good grocery pickup service now. You drive up just like a lot of grocery stores. When they did that they kept their existing pickup service which is if you order non-grocery items you have to pick them up in the store but with black friday they've now added a third delivery option and it's not always evident which one you're supposed to use so this third delivery option is another it's a curbside pickup but it's different than their other curbside pickup so you got to go to another set of marked areas and then if you don't go during a prime time they may or may not have employees working and they Now have three different pickup areas, but they have the same amount of staff and they're spread different to three different areas of the store and it's a complete mess. So if you can avoid uh, Walmart Black Friday deals for pickup, unless you really, really want it, uh, you're going to have to deal with McDonald's level headache.
1: When we were uh, at the Walmart up by the cottage, I saw this like spaceship looking thing when you walk in that does like the pickup orders now. And I didn't mess around with it at all, or go yeah. too close to it. But do you guys have those in Vegas? Like, what is what's the deal with you that? Like an
0: yeah, it's called automatic. Yeah, thing? so it's like this huge big, giant like, tower. They call it the tower. Yeah, and it's this big giant tower there, and it's actually a kind of a vending machine. And it's great when you're doing like a one-off item. So you go in there to this tower, you scan your barcode, and if all is well, two things will happen. Either if it's in, if your package is in the tower, it'll just come out and it'll give it to you. There's also usually lockers nearby there, and it'll the tower will automatically unlock the locker if your stuff is in one of the lockers. But they're so overwhelmed with stuff now that a lot of the times, especially if you have a bigger order, which is what I've been having to pick up, the stuff isn't working. Or one time I went to pick up an order, this is a few weeks ago, and the tower was just locked up. And they needed to call corporate to reset it. They said there's no way to reset it in the store. They have to actually call somebody in corporate to reset this giant tower. And there's no way to get inside the lockers or anything else. So (laughs) I don't know who designed that system. No
1: soup for you today, Mister. And I was at a store. You come back. No soup for you.
0: (laughs) But they, yeah, I mean, they, they have gotten better over the years. It used to be that the pickup was like in the back of the store, and so they've gotten better. But this whole three different pickup area thing is just terrible. And it's stretching their employees thin and i I, i've done several pickups in the last few weeks and they've all taken me way longer than they should have and had me questioning my my life choices
1: move everything to grocery like add another row that the the side parking lot where the grocery pickup is is always empty so add like a second row of pickup slots there and just do all the pickups out there and have them bring it out to the car yeah i think
0: i think with the non-grocery stuff they want people to come in the store and i think that's the idea behind it so you'll shop for other stuff and so, I mean, I never been a fan of their split pickups, having grocery pickup and their regular pickup different. But this whole Black Friday pickup thing, having a third pickup that's on the other side of the store without adding additional staff is just uh, ridiculous. So again, it's growing pains. I'm not trying to pick on Walmart; just kind of letting people know my experience is pick on so you them. Can, It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, they definitely could do it. Uh, one other before as we close off this Black Friday segment, I want to remind people now more than ever there's more direct to consumer brands. So think about your favorite, like food brand. Like I I'll give a shout out to flat iron pepper company. They make like the most amazing, uh, peppers, like red pepper, dried peppers. Think about that. And, uh, companies like that are now selling more and more to consumers. And if you have a company like that, that you enjoy, make sure to check out their website around black Friday. Cause most of these companies do have black Friday sales. And so it's going to be a good time to, to save some money. And uh, I definitely picking up some some pepper, but there's all kinds of different companies and products. So don't just think about these bigger retailers. Think about the smaller brands because they do use this as an opportunity to drive sales. And oftentimes, you can find the best deals of the year in and around Black Friday, Cyber Monday, stuff like that. And uh, don't forget your spending offers. We talked about the City Five percent, tons of uh, spending offers right now from that and from the different COVID stuff. So keep that in mind. You know, keep in mind your bonus categories on your flex cards, like uh, Discover and uh, Freedom, and make sure you're maximizing those as you shop. And we might see all of the mileage portal bonuses dried up, I think, right before Black Friday, but those tend to come back. There usually are some mileage bonuses closer to Christmas, so watch for that as well. Anything else you guys have uh, to add to this Black Friday extravaganza? Nope. You guys buying anything? Eyeing any of those uh, great deals? uh I did uh no, it wasn't really a Black Friday deal,
1: but uh I bought the switch with Mario Kart, even though I already have the switch for the kids because I was like, Oh, free Mario Kart. So now I have to try to unload the other switch and hopefully I can, otherwise it'll just I'll bring it on my travels, I guess. Sorry, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <I'm laughs> be like, you planned it this budget. all along. You <laughs> you planned this all along, didn't you? No. I think I'll be able to sell it, even if I take a little bit of a loss. You know, that game's like sixty bucks, so As long as I take a loss of less than sixty dollars on the resale, I come out ahead. So
2: yeah, I got a few of those. I I seriously thought about getting a second switch, but I was like, nah, I don't need that right now. (laughs) So you can play while you're podcasting. That's what I've been doing this whole entire time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's been on his switch, yeah.
2: So yeah. Those it was nice to buy the Mario Kart switches because unlike the PS five and the Xbox Series X you like actually stood a chance and
0: they were in stock for like 10 minutes instead of 10 seconds. So it was good times. Good times indeed. And speaking of good times, Joe, have you ever had good times at the Drury Inn? I have not, I have not. I didn't, no, I do not I have. know
2: what Drury Inn is. I have, I or the the re- or,
0: or the Red Roof Inn, no? Yeah. Red there. Roof there, there.
2: Red Roof Inn, the first job I ever got, they put me up in a Red Roof Inn to interview, so. PMS
0: oh, classy, it must have been a high, <laughs> high
1: quality job. Very, very classy. Very classy. Yeah. Oh boy! Time,
2: I got there. I got there at. It was a startup. I got there at the peak of hiring. There was about forty-five people. By the time I left a, le- a year later, there was fifteen people left. So yeah, I definitely a uh, kiss of death that startup.
1: There could see there could have been sixteen people left if they would have
0: put you up at the Motel Six instead. Exactly. Shame on them. Yep. Yeah. Fiscal <laughs> irresponsibility. Uh, just throwing away money at the red roof Inn when they could have been saving money Uh, now we know why they went under now the reason we're talking about these iconic chains is that benji wrote an article on the site credit cards i fell for until i removed my points colored glasses and essentially he wrote an article about maybe more obscure hotel and airline credit cards that we haven't heard of and whether they're worth it or not including the drury rewards visa card uh, the Air France KLM World Elite Mastercard, the Frontier Airlines World Mastercard, which I know is popular among some people, and I know some blogs have covered it. I think it's a great card, but uh, I know that that's that. And then, of course, my favorite one is the Red Roof Inn Ready Card, and uh, Ready spelled R E D I card. And I just love how they and they factored that into the name of it, so on brand. I and don't
1: this know. is this is like Benji's favorite thing is to find obscure credit cards. He's written he's written a couple posts like different. posts about his favorite cards you've never heard of stuff like that so i think he had a good time with this but he's thrown some of them at me like hey talk me off this ledge this card doesn't look so good but i kind of want it anyway
0: (laughs) well so the drury end card the thing that got me on this because he he went through and he's found redemption rates he said below 0.8 around 0.8 cents per point the problem with it is that it requires about fifteen thousand points for a free night at a Drury Inn, which is a you called it a Hampton Inn kind of place. I, I've only seen them from the outside on the they're mostly on the East Coast. Right. But yeah, there's some uh, here in the Midwest, too. But yeah, you get a fifteen thousand points after 500 spent, So that's a free night. Essentially, um, you get five X points at Drury hotels. So if you're staying there a lot, it would make sense. But otherwise, two uh, x at gas stations, restaurants, utilities, one X everywhere else. You'll find this with a lot of these obscure cards is that they don't make a whole lot of sense, especially when you're locking yourself into such an obscure program. Like in this case, uh, Drury has like 150 locations. And yeah, I don't, obviously the value isn't there, but I don't know why you would do that. But I wonder how many of these they sell. Like how many people do you think are carrying that card, Joe? I feel like
2: chains like that,
0: you just have like loyalists
2: who just, you know, keep going. Now that you mention it, I think there was a wedding that the wedding rate was at a jury in and we stayed somewhere else because I use miles and points to stay somewhere else or something like that. So that's my guess. Like people keep going to the same hotel chain or like these credit cards exist. Cause you kind of like sucker people in, you know, cause like, we think about these things, like we're trying to get the edge and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, more, quote unquote, normal people, they might be at a jury in, and then they're like, Hey, if you get this credit card, you know, then you can get a free night next time you stay here. And then people will be like, okay, whatever. So you know, I think that's why these cards exist. And,
0: you know, obviously, they must be making money
2: off them, otherwise, the cards would not exist.
0: Absolutely. I think people should check out this article, because there are some interesting ones like the Sinesta World MasterCard, which Sinesta has a very limited footprint, but can get you free nights. And so it does make sense, you know. It's good to know about this stuff in case you ever or come across a, a use case for them, like Joe, like that wedding that you were at. You could have gotten that one free night with the master with the uh, Visa card, <laughs> and then you uh, <laughs> you would have been staying on property at the Drury Inn, not have there to go, go uh, shuttle yourself back and forth from the other ones. The last one I think is the Frontier Airlines Mastercard, and I only bring it up because Mark loves to talk about the Spirit Mastercard, and a friend of ours who had it, a PDX Deals guy who kept the card for years and years and years and years with the dream that someday he would be able to redeem the miles. And he never did. He finally gave up at one point and canceled it. And I feel like frontier miles are kind of the similar thing. Uh, You have to have very specific use for them, although you can spend your way to status, but right now you can also just pay $49 in status match. If you already have status, you could status match with them. So, um, I think that i learned a lot by reading this. I thought it was cool. I didn't know about some of the, the cards like the Drury Rewards Visa. And I think people should read it just to kind of see what's out there and maybe get some inspiration. It's a fun yeah. article. And
2: I respect that Benji does all this hard work. But a large part of me is like, why? Like, why? <laughs> why, why, why Entertainment. Why, why need... Entertainment purposes. No, yes, <laughs> yes, obviously. But it's just like my brain, like, yeah, I could have stayed at the jury in, but my brain cannot handle another program that I just have miles and points orphaned in. So I'm I'm glad Ben I'm glad Benji does this stuff, but my brain just is too overloaded to handle this kind of stuff right now.
1: I really want back to the spirit card. I really want to love that card. Like I've tried so hard to to find the program and stuff because my parents live in Jacksonville, Detroit's a pretty big um, hub for spirit, and you hear about the 2,500 mile uh, redemptions. If, you, if you're a card holder and stuff for 5,000 uh, miles, normally it's like 25,000 miles one way, which is awful. I mean, I know they've revamped it recently. I think they revamped the whole program. So I haven't looked into it too much, but back with the 2,500 miles, I'm like, okay, I'm going to find it. And there are like a few flights a year that are from Detroit to Jacksonville for 2,500 miles. If you want to go on like a Tuesday at, you know, like 4 a.m., <laughs> <laughs> in February or whatever like it's the most random worst flights ever and they'll be like here you can do this you can fly there but you're not going to get back unless you pay the 20 25,000 miles and the the funny thing is with Spirit which I've I've written about if you buy the ticket at the airport you save $20 each way per person so $40 round trip ticket and these flights back for 25,000 miles are like $69 online which is like $49 if you buy it at the airport so 25,000 miles, you're getting nothing. And that's basically the signup bonus. So I really wanted to like it, but I could never find. And even PDX deals guy was like, Hey, if you can find a flight and let me use these miles, it'd be great. And I tried and tried. I'd check every time I was going to visit my parents, I'd check it and it never worked out. So yeah. yeah.
0: The old uh, <laughs> carrot dangling <laughs> the carrot switch. in front of you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, going to do it for credit cards, which brings us to the last topic of this week, which is what we are grateful for in 2020. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This show actually comes out on Thanksgiving, so we thought we would spend a little bit of time and talk about, yeah, what we're grateful for in the travel world and in our personal life. I'm thankful that
1: 2021 is almost here. That's what I'm thankful for. You uh, never
0: know. You never know, man. could be worse, right? It could be worse until 2020. Let me
1: knock on wood. There we go.
0: So, yeah, you you guys start off. Go ahead, Joe. uh, Who's grateful? So
2: we did this on the observation deck for our last episode and I talked about the community, but I assume that one of you guys is going to say that. So I will say the miles and points like specific related thing that I'm thankful for is, you know, I'm thankful for all these spending offers and deals. I know that I complain that they're hard to keep track of and, you know, because they're hard to keep track of, I haven't been doing all of them, but, you know, this MX three X referral offer deal has just been very easy to use and with all the buying that I've been doing over November for like buying groups and stuff like that, it's just been an easy three X on everything that I've been buying and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm thankful that we can earn all these miles and points right now and just looking forward to when I can actually spend them. So hopefully that is what 2021 will bring. What about you, Mark?
1: Yeah. So a couple of things I'm definitely thankful for I'll say like just Anybody that reads, watches you, the YouTube channel, listens to the podcast, millions of people that we get to be a part of their lives. And it's very humbling experience when you think about it, you know, day to day, you're just like, okay, yeah, we're writing stuff. People are reading that's cool. But when you sit back and think about it, that people are taking the time to read or listen to or watch something that you put together, it's, it's pretty amazing. And and something that I thank you all for, especially our, our MTM Diamond Patreon people, Without you guys giving us the support, you know, this podcast might not be going on still. So we appreciate you guys and all the interaction you give us during the shows and all the other shows we do and everything. So I want to give a big shout out to you. I want to thank my wife for being the only wife that listens to this on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my brownie points in there. Lame. Some more brownie points. Nah. Oh, what were, were you cool, going to say?
2: <laughs> no, I said lame. Well, I said, no, nah, you're good. Kirsten. Oh, yeah. Oh, and thank, big you shout for, out.
1: thank you for supporting us. And big shout out to Mrs. O too, right, Sean? Big shout out to Mrs. O for listening and watching. And lastly, I want to thank Sean. 2020 has been terrible for pretty much every business out there besides grocery stores. But, you know, especially in the blog space, travel space, readership's down, all that stuff, revenue's down. And and he kept the team intact and kept everybody at their same level that they've been for the entire year, which I'm sure took, uh, you know, double the amount of creepy dolls selling than he normally does. So... I can't thank him enough for keeping everything together and and everything going. So thank you, Sean.
2: Yeah. I just want to say, I thank Sean as well.
0: (laughs) Ah, It's too late. It's too late. You had the opportunity to do that at at the beginning and you didn't do it. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just saying for that. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Sean. No, I mean, you're right, Marcus. This has been a very tough year for Miles to Memories and for the entire uh, industry that we're in and entire hobby that we're in, because we really are hobbyists. We do love this stuff. That's why we're here talking about it. So I wanna say thank you to, as you said, everybody out there who listens, watches, comments, uh, lets us know, you know, gives us feedback. It's really been great to keep the momentum of this going uh, through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's been quite a crazy ride to to let people kind of know behind the scenes of what's been going on because it's been, you know, one day you think you're kinda, you got this figured out and then the next day the carpet gets pulled out from under you and then you're trying to figure it out. But I think it made us better in the end. And I'm really grateful for the fact that we've been able to diversify, build this podcast out. We now have our video and our YouTube channel going well. And it just goes all the way back to the community as both of them said, as Mark said as well, our Patreon supporters, we started the Patreon community I think around in January of last year or of this year or maybe December of last year, so it's coming on right out a year and people that have stuck with it and hopefully got value and we've been able to expand it and uh, make it really useful for people. And uh, the opportunity to do that has been uh, certainly my pleasure and so i'm thankful for that in the miles and points world. In the travel world, I'm thankful that I got to go to Atlantis as terrible as that was in January, guys. And talking about that, that trip was probably my last kind of big trip going to Atlantis and then Disney World in New York City. And I'm really, really grateful I had that trip just because it gives me some kind of recent memories to cling to as I've been stuck at home, as you guys have for most of this year. Um, of course, I'm also thankful for my family, for my wife, who's been my travel partner for 20 years and uh, continues to support all of this craziness. Uh, with the reselling business and miles to memories and uh, my family as well. So lots to be grateful for here, certainly. And I don't think any of us are feeling sorry for ourselves at this point. It's been a rough year and uh, we know, I know every week we've checked in with each other and uh, I'm really also grateful for both of you who, uh, I mean, it's been uh, an awesome journey on this show since it started. And I think it's gotten better and better every week. And that is definitely uh, due to both of you, <laughs> not for me. So uh, thank you so much to both. Yeah, of Yeah. And thank Thank
1: you for everybody that listened through the early pandemic stuff and stuck with us cuz those shows Yeah, I mean those shows were rough. It was tough. It was tough on us. I'm sure it was tough to listen to. Now I tend to talk about very, you know, dark and dreary, but we've come out the other side. So I
2: would just like to point out that this agenda says what travel related things are we grateful for and what miles and points related things. So you guys thanking your wives makes me look really bad, but I Except read the agenda. For- and went to- by what the agenda <laughs>
0: said. This is to- this is Mark's fault because he had to do it and then there was no way I could not do it. <laughs> I'm never going oh.
2: first again. Never.
1: I will. Uh, okay. I'll throw out another. Thank you. Uh, thank you to DDG that writes 32 of the 37 and a half posts mm-hmm. per week. Uh, <laughs> and Ryan, Benji, Ian, uh, everybody else that chips in Zoe, Joe even wrote a post this year. So Bethany, Bethany yeah. PDX deals guy throws
0: in some posts here and there. So thank you to all you guys. Yeah. I mean, thank you. We have an incredible team and thanks to everybody. And it's just a good reminder that we are independent, you know, that in the age where we're competing with, you know, names like Forbes and CNN. And I mean, I just came up across an article from ET online that was in our space uh, from ET entertainment tonight. Um, all of these big brands are are coming and that's great. Welcome them to, to our space here. But uh, it's great that we've been able to kind of carve ourselves out as this independent voice and nobody tells us what to say. And we are here and I hope you enjoy the podcast and all the different things that we have for you. And, but I think in a year where there's been so much negativity, I am overwhelmed with gratitude. Well said. Into the rapid fire. Yes, into <laughs> the rapid fires. Mark, start us off.
1: Yeah, so I wanted to bring up um, our retention offer um, article, which uh, just reposted this past weekend. It's something I repost every once in a while and something that's been around for a while but we update it pretty much daily with uh, either people that leave comments in the article or stuff we see on other sites or in the Facebook group and stuff so before you make any retention phone calls be sure to check that out bookmark it it has every you know major card listed and all the recent offers you know like the CSR people are getting $150 $200 without any spend chase has been doing a lot of that for any of their annual fee cards so we have all that info in there. Definitely check it out. How about you, Joe? So Benji wrote a great article about avoiding spending creep. So,
2: like what I said in my thank you segment, where I ignore my wife. Thanks, Jess. But uh, what, like I said in that segment, <laughs> like I said in that segment, feeling spicy today. Not even drinking. There's like all these spending offers out there. And it's hard to keep track of them. But one thing that Benji pointed out, which is really good, is that with all these spending offers out there, like it can cause you to have this spending creep where you spend extra just to get those extra points. So he has some good advice on how to avoid that, how to strategically spend so that you know you maximize these offers without overspending. So
0: I really recommend uh, everyone check that out. Uh, it's on the site, link in the show notes. What about you, Sean? I have the most important rapid fire of the week, and that is to find out what Thanksgiving foods you can bring on a plane. Uh, DDG wrote it. I won't uh, spoil it all for you, but let's just say turkey, yes. Gravy, no. And uh, there's a lot of other uh, things that you should consider uh, that the TSA has reminded us of. Have you ever gotten rejected from getting on a plane because you had too much gravy with you? Every day. I think my mom always brings like a huge,
1: every time she comes back to Michigan, she brings like a huge bag of food back, uh, like Schuler's bar cheese and all this random stuff that she can only get up here. And half the time she gets through without a problem, which I'm always shocked that they she's don't team carry on. Yeah. Like she didn't, she doesn't check it or anything. No, no, she's team carry on. So she has like, she brings like, <laughs> she was flying spirit and she brought like her backpack. And then like this huge, you know, those like Walmart freeze frozen or warm bags, like the Metallic looking bags that you can just throw food in. And it's supposed to either keep it warm or cold. She just fills that to the brim and carries it on. And they don't say anything.
2: <laughs> so, the there Mrs. O tips. The Mrs. O tips. If you're Mrs. O, you do what you want. Yeah,
0: you, exactly. You, you got it. Man. All right, and that's going to do it for our show this week. Joe, where can people find you when they're not listening to this fine podcast?
2: You can find me uh, at Ask Joe Flies
1: all over social media. What about you, Mark? Whoa. I like I was ready to take a, a swig on my beer or something and I, I, used, the th- wrong, went- I used the wrong tone too.
2: I, <laughs> <laughs> I I was lilting upwards like I was gonna keep going, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so go ahead,
1: Mark. Uh you can uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Detroit Mark, uh email me mark at milest comment on any of the articles on the, the website, Miles Memories, join our Facebook groups, our free group, our Patreon group. We're in there all the time. Answer any questions there, send me Facebook messages. I'm pretty much available to everyone. Joe, by the way, I forgot to mention the turkeys came back this week.
2: Dang man, yo! My father-in-law just sent us an email. His turkeys are coming back too, <laughs> and I have to go there on Thursday. Better bring like a golf club or something to beat them away. Yeah.
1: I mean, what did you use?
2: A tennis racket? No, it
1: was a broom. But it, yeah. I mean, springtime they're they're pretty they're okay. I mean, a fall time it's springtime that they're like mating and stuff, and that's when they get all poppy. Oh, do you have to bleep that too, Sean?
0: <laughs>
1: Stop making more <laughs> work for me,
0: man. In case, in case you don't get enough of me and Mark, on this show, we do have our Vegas video podcast, uh, MTM Vegas on uh, the Miles to Memories YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Miles to Memories. And we have 53 and a half posts per week, I think. That's oh, a scientific 53. number. 53.33 this week. All right. Every every single week on the website. So don't forget to read Miles to Memories com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Bye. Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble.
1: Poppy. A- Pop a- that's a good word. I love that word. For the outtakes, Joe, if you want to put this in there. Yeah. I'm very excited. We're coming up close to the Christmas episode where we're going to give our favorites and read mean
0: reviews.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Which episode are we doing that? The Christmas episode? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm good with it. I, I'm, I'm yeah. fine
1: with it. I don't, we just said holiday episodes because we'll take like the holiday
0: week off or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 45
1: so, minutes of reading mean reviews. Get ready people. <laughs> Do you guys know what you're going to pick for your favorite segment of the year? I know mine. I no, know mine. I got it. No, I have, I have no idea. Oh, look, this sounds, it sounds like, like homework six, to me.
2: There's six months of the year that it was a complete blur. So, you know. <laughs> mean, right,
1: mean, mean tweets, but reviews. It's going to be fun.